Greetings and salutations to anybody that might be listening to this. If you're listening to my voice or you are looking at my image and you're tilting your head sideways wondering what, what, what happened here, why am I looking, why am I tilting my head like a dog who just heard a dog whistle to look at this dude's face, um, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. First of all, the image uploaded that way. I don't know why or how, but um, you know what? It fits, so I'm going to leave it. Just, just go ahead. You don't have to look at my face anyway. It's not that special. But uh, I'm not going to do the same thing that I typically do whenever I come back into Anchor or any form of social media platform and say, I'm back, y'all. What's going on? How's everybody doing? I got a lot of thoughts, you know, bubbling at the surface. Are you guys ready for me? Are y'all ready? Ready or not, here I come. Which, uh, which incidentally, I kind of did do with the intro music. Uh, the Fuji's ready or not. I don't even know why I, you know what? I don't even know why I just said what I said and said that what I'm, I'm not going to do, especially since I basically just did that in a roundabout way by exemplifying all the things that I'm not going to do. And I I did them anyway. (sighs) See, that's the kind of shit that you can come to expect over here on the seriously foolish station. Uh, apropos to the name, it is definitely uh, seriously foolish, just foolishness. Uh, heavy over on my station. So this is what you can come to expect. Just a lot of random bullshit that makes no sense. And uh, it's not intentional. It really isn't. That's just where my brain works. But you're here. So you might as well listen to it, enjoy it, or whatever you want to do while you're here. Or skip past it. Go to a better station if you want to. I'm not going to be mad at you if you do. Um, But I want to talk about people and expectations that we have of people. And I find that oftentimes when we are angered or saddened or just disappointed in someone, it's because the person or people fell short of our expectations. And like, you okay, example, you ever have a conversation with someone and you're really cool with that person and everything is, you know, gravy Uh, Everything is rainbows and puppy dog tails. And the person says something that's really, really, really ignorant. Or something that just is completely out of left field. Or or completely just unempathetic. And you're just like, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, this is, uh... Huh. Okay. There's usually an awkward silence or a pause. And then, uh things kind of spiral from there. And I think it's just because of the level of expectations that we have of people. I mean, we've probably also disappointed other people in our lives because of expectations that they have of us. There are things that people can do where they won't really surprise you. Like, yeah, I can see that behavior coming from this person. But when they go, again, out of left field and shock you in a way, you can buy you, well, geez, well, do I even know who this person is? Who are you? Why am I talking to you? That can rattle us a bit. And I think it's because, like, we place a certain level of importance in our lives. And we need a certain level of balance with some people, you know. Even with the unbalanced people, you know what you're getting into. And you're like, you you kind of, you you put up with a certain amount of, not just bullshit, but a a certain level of craziness. A certain percentage more with a person um, that is unhinged. Because you're like, okay, well, I know that this is so-and-so and this is how just how they are. But when someone surprises you, and it's in a negative way, it can kind of shake you and really question 
not just the person that you're friends with or that you're an acquaintance with, but also yourself as to how did I let this person, how did I let my, my judgment, what happened with my judgment? I think a lot of times that other people, when they surprise us in that way, it kind of is a reflection of ourselves. And we we ask ourselves, if this is how this person is and this is how this person thinks, um, does that mean that on some level that's what I, how I am? Did I invite this in some way? It's part of the reason why I don't talk to people about politics, especially in the divisive um, nature of, of life and how it is. It's just, you know, people disappoint you sometimes just just by being themselves, which is fucked up, too, because we're always encouraged to just be ourselves. So finding that delicate balance, it's weird. It's strange. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling now. You guys have a fantastic day. I was having a conversation with my friend about the N-word. Uh, we were both at this Brazilian steakhouse called Texas Day Brazil, my favorite place to eat of all time. Um, before I get into the discussion with my friend, I want to talk about, man, this place is so wonderful. It's I'm, I'm always in a better mood when I know I'm going to Texas Day Brazil. Right? I know it sounds like I'm a commercial right now and I'm endorsing them. I'm not getting paid to talk about these people, but they're just that good. You go there and men in Aladdin pants with these big skewers with meat on the end of them, they go and they, they bring these hunks of meat and they have these big swords and they start to cut the fucking meat off and you have like tongs to pick it up and pow, slap it on your plate and you just eat to your heart's content. There are coasters that one side is red and the other side is green and you flip that coaster to green and it just keeps coming and coming and coming like a conveyor belt of deliciousness. It's fantastic. But anyway, enough about that. The N-word. So my buddy and I, after many bottles of wine and many cocktails and, and bourbons and whiskeys, were discussing the N-word and I, in particular, how in um, the novel Huckleberry Finn, which I'm sure everybody knows, at least if you're in the United States, you know about Huckleberry Finn. It's uh, an American literary classic um, written by Mark Twain, that and Tom Sawyer. You can't grow up in public, the public school system, at least in Florida, without stumbling into Huckleberry Finn at some point in time. Now, a little fact about Huckleberry Finn. Um, the N-word, a.k.a. nigger, is uh, written in Huckleberry Finn about 200 times. And so I guess the thought process behind um, a lot of different publishing companies who are publishing the book, or one publishing company in particular, was to remove the N-word. When I said this to my friend, his response was, well, isn't that a good thing? And I said to my, I said to him, no, not at all. Why would it be a good thing? You're literally deleting history. This is how people spoke back then. I don't appreciate the whitewashing of history. I don't like at all when people try to take measures to try to uh, change the past as though it happened in a more pleasant and fun and Disney-like manner. Everything was all, you know, rainbows and and and, and uh, leprechauns and just running through meadows. Fuck that. I want the real shit. I want it the way that it was. Straight. Neat. No chaser. I don't need people to change things just to make themselves feel good. And I think that that manner of reasoning for, oh, isn't it a good thing to remove the N-word from these things? It causes a whole lot of pain and suffering. You know, that's probably true. It probably does cause pain and suffering, but it also causes truth. 
you don't get to decide what the truth is. This whole notion of choosing your truth, I think it's bullshit. All right. There's only the truth as it happened. You can control how you feel or you can you can basically have your own opinion on how you feel about certain things that happen, but you can't control events that actually happen. It's like air. I mean, you you can't control how much air is that you that you can well, I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that analogy, but you get what I'm trying to say. You cannot just arbitrarily decide to remove something that actually happened just to make yourself feel good. It's just white guilt. White guilt is a waste of time and a waste of energy. Listen, I understand when white people feel guilty about things that their grandparents or great grandparents may have done or said, but you can't control that shit. All you can control is what you do now. And I think that it is a mistake for people to try to... I mean, I, I remember reading about a a, a, um, a plantation where they, instead of calling the, the slaves slaves, they called them antebellum workers. That's bullshit. They were fucking slaves. They were used as cattle. And we don't get to decide that they were something else just to make ourselves feel good. All of us have to basically not account for things that happened in the past, but we can't just pretend that they didn't happen the way that they did. I think it's a huge disservice to not just ourselves and our culture, but also the future and how people can relay the truth about what happened. You can only gain strength from the truth, in my opinion. But if you try to whitewash it and change it into something and bastardize it, is it bastardize it into something that it wasn't, you're basically living a lie. That's my opinion on that. When people do well, or they happen to have certain physical attributes that they are blessed with, you would think that that would be a good thing, more often than not, because anytime someone does something above average or is above average, that's not a bad thing, right? For most of us. But it's interesting to note what happens when someone performs well at a task or at at an occupation or they just happen to have skills to pay the bills um, or they are a beautiful person or they perform beautifully at something. Regardless of what it is, the reactions are typically mixed because on the one hand, if you see someone, let's say there's someone who uh, works out like a beast and they have um, either a body that shows for it or a health that shows for it, or even just um, athletic ability that reflects the hard work that they put in. Sometimes they go on social media and they show it off to people. And yes, it might be to inspire people, but let's let's be honest. A lot of times it's just for validation, but it's still something that's good nonetheless. And when people do that, or even if it's anything else, they just happen to be really good at shooting guns or and arrows, or they maybe they're just. Uh, excellent at getting good grades in school, whatever it is, when people see that, you would think the first reaction is like, okay, that's great. This person is doing X, Y, Z. And you know what? I could be doing better in my life with this particular thing that I'm doing, even if it's not the same thing. We can always use things that we observe in people as inspiration to do better. But what happens a lot, and this is the typical reaction, the reaction is for people's faces to start getting twisted up, right? 
people to get that look on their face like somebody just farted. They start to get salty. And they're like, well, look at this motherfucker over here. Who does this person think they are? Eh, they probably paid money to do this. Or uh, I, I hear this a lot. Like, if a guy is really good looking, <laughs> and especially if they're getting attention from women or a woman in particular uh, that the person that this dude might be interested in, they're like, man, he's probably gay. <laughs> that dude's probably gay. He probably fucks dude in the, dudes in the ass. You hear? I hear that a lot, or at least I used to hear it all the time. Or even with a, a woman, if she happens to, uh, you know, work out and she shows, she shows her form, her physique, and they're like, "Who is this?" You know, other women might react like, "Who does this bitch think she is?" I don't care that you eat kale every other day. You eat like a fucking rabbit. Go on somewhere with that. Or they might even call it body shaming. They might even call it. Uh, like some bullshit in order to try to justify the way that they feel about themselves. But that's really what it is. What other people do in order to succeed in life or what brings them happiness or satisfaction has nothing to do with you. And if you find yourself reacting in a particular manner, reflecting negativity, that's 100% on you. That's because of things that are going on in your life, in my life, or whosoever's life. If you're looking at someone and they're doing something great, and it just so happens to be that you react angrily or sad, or you start to think about your own failures in life, that's got nothing to do with them. Throwing negativity their way as a result just shows the level of weakness that you have within you. And we all have weakness, but it's one thing to have it and think it and another thing to reflect it, to try to tear people down because of how well they do. That's sad. It's stupid. And it's also counterproductive. Instead of focusing on yourself, instead of doing things that would better yourself, improve your own life, you're wasting energy to shit on somebody else who's doing something. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of space. It's a waste of energy. It's just a waste. And what's funny is people who react that way, a lot of times after throwing javelins towards someone who is doing well, it has no effect on the person. Shit. Other times when they do get hate online or in person, that just motivates them to work harder, to push harder to drive stronger and faster all you're doing is fueling a lot of these people but what you are also doing is you're tearing yourself down too don't do that shit (laughs) it doesn't help you at all it never will try to take the time to look at yourself and i've caught myself too if i see someone doing something and i'm like man what the fuck what's what does this person think they're doing I catch myself and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going on here? Is this person really doing something that's bothering me? If it is bothering me, why does it bother me? Oh, okay. This is something to do with something that I'm insecure about. Fuck that. This person is doing something. They're crushing it. I'm not going to make myself or basically bring myself down to a level that I don't need to be just because someone else is doing great. What does that say about me? We don't have to do that shit. Instead, all we need to do is focus on us. If you focus on you, 90% of the time, 
regardless of what it is, even if it's something as simple as making your bed or using moisturizer on your skin in the morning or taking extra time to brush your teeth, if you focus on one aspect of your life and you strive to improve it and make it better, that then spreads on to something else. So don't hate on people who are doing something with their lives positively. Use them to motivate you to add to your life in a positive manner. Yo, Paul, man, when you come back, you come back with the fucking heat. Like, that was such a good, um, what is it called, episode? About, like, when people, your expectation for people, when they shock you and all that. And then the the N-word thing in the the book and and your friend. That conversation was so good. Um, And what you had to say about it, like, your, your... your thoughts on um, what he had said. And I agree. I think that, you know, that happens already, right? With like history, a lot of people think Thanksgiving is just this time. It's like peaceful and everybody's eating, right? The Indians and the pilgrims or whoever the fuck, right? And then you've got Gandhi. Everybody thinks he's this peaceful guy that, I don't know, and nobody knows that he like fucked around with little girls. And then you've got like Christopher Columbus, Everything's, oh yeah, he founded this place and all. Mm, mm. What's up, Saha? Thank you for the call in or the message. I don't even know what it's called anymore now that um, this app is different than it was than I remembered. Um, so I guess it's called a message. I didn't even know that I had a message or a call in from you until I was just fucking around with uh, the app and I saw it. So thank you for. Um, sending it to me. I appreciate the kind words. This is Saha, guys, by the way, from the Don't At Me podcast. Her podcast is all things um, like spiritual, and she does card readings and tarot readings, and uh, she's all up in the, the Mercury retrograde shit that I have know nothing about. Um, so if you are into that, give her a follow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I really appreciate the kind words very much. Wasn't really trying to bring fire. Um, but if that's what it was, I'm happy just trying to get all the bullshit that's in my brain out of my brain at the time that it is in my brain. Um, and also thank you for dropping knowledge as far as Gandhi is concerned. That's not anything that I ever heard of before. That's the first time I've heard that. Every time I've heard about, um, Gandhi, it's always been nothing but, but good things, you know, but with all people who are great, or all people who have achieved great things. There's always some skeletons, right? You know, whether it's Malcolm X or uh, Martin Luther King or John F. Kennedy or, or anyone, really. I'm pretty sure that everybody has a story behind it. But it's interesting to hear. I didn't know that Gandhi had uh, shit that he was doing to little girls. That's something that I actually want to learn more about. So thank you for putting that in my radar. And thank you for making the call in. Take it easy. And you guys take care as well. I know that right now I'm a little bit late to the party as far as this whole Colin Kaepernick, uh, Kaepernick, yeah, that's his name, thing is concerned, and I've been biting my tongue to not really discuss it because it's kind of a moot point. Everyone is going to believe one thing uh, or the other without actually educating themselves on all the facts involved. But what I'm going to say, besides the fact that a lot of the people who are completely outraged are the same kind of people who advocate for freedom of speech. The, a lot of these people who are pissed off and angry at the fact that these football players 
express their freedom of speech in a way that they don't like. These are the same people who want to be able to say what they want to say to whoever they want to say, regardless of who it offends. These are the same people that call people snowflakes when uh, words are used in a hurtful manner and people complain about it. These are the same people right here who are now burning their Nike shoes and burning their apparel, cutting the logos out. You know, these are the same people. But regardless of that, what I think people really need to focus on is instead of burning your shit, bring them to someone who could actually use them. Give them to a homeless shelter. Give them to a women's shelter or the Salvation Army or Goodwill. Winter's right around the corner. There's still a lot of people who have a lot of things that they don't have. So instead of putting your politics and your passions and your ideologies first and lighten that shit like an asshole, do the smart thing and bring it to someone who can actually use it. All right? Never mind the fact that a corporation basically just suckered everybody, including myself, on talking about this for days and is generating millions and millions of dollars worth of ad revenue just for putting a man as the face of their uh, advertising platform. Let's never mind that, that you're being bamboozled and hoodwinked into burning your shit that you already paid money for, that <laughs> you had in your closet that you spent your hard-earned dollars for. Never mind all that shit. Do the smart thing and bring those clothes to someone who could actually use them instead of letting your temper and better judgment get in the way of your good common sense. That's all I got to say about that.